You were Coleridge, I was Tennyson. You were my flower who had just been told a weed had taken hold in your sweet pancreas. Working to compose an essay on how the shepherd, the woman, the father are not God. We chant, let X be the distance between you and God. Let Y be the void that fills Obviously, it. Obviously, there is something about poetry that specifically talks to truthfulness in ways mm. that we just can't do with um, normal communication. Welcome to a new season of the Vita Poetica Journal podcast. We're an online journal featuring creative work explored through a spiritual lens and a publication of the Vita Poetica Arts and Faith Collective. The journal consists of John Morris, co-editor-in-chief Caroline Langston, co-editor-in-chief Maggie Swafford, poetry editor Nikki Sheffield, visual arts editor Emily Chambers, Sharp Interviews Editor. Darby Brown, Assistant Interviews Editor. Samir Knago, Contemplative Practices Editor. Katie Fisher, Prose Reader. Emma Russell, Editorial Assistant. And I'm Julie Wan, Managing Editor of the Journal. Now here's co-editor Caroline Langston to introduce the Winter 2024 issue. For some days now, I've had the phrase, space is the place, stuck in my mind. Like some kind of a mantra or koan, or maybe even my own tradition's Jesus prayer. It's initial dactyl slapping up and down my breathing, back and forth. I suppose the reason for this has to do with the recently renewed media attention to Afrofuturism. Be sure to check out the amazing work of Funfere Kuroye in this issue, by the way. And the prescience of the dystopian work of Octavia Butler which led me to think about Afrofuturist jazz pioneer Sun Ra, who had an album with that exact title, Space is the Place. It occurs to me that space might well be a good frame to think about so many of the works in this issue of Vita Poetica. So many selections from this issue seem to turn on or to depend on the contrast of a perceptible effort to move beyond the clutter of contemporary existence and to go out beyond its seam to find, yes, space. Right off the bat, Charlene Langford's The Poem in the Middle of Everything offers a dramatic illustration. In contrast with some days where she is, quote, here with exactly everything. Choirs and bombs, money and nothing at all, a lesbian's long life, writing poems at dawn, a lifetime passing in the blink of an eye, betrayals and love all at the same moment. Then there's a break, the but. And then there's suddenly this. But here, this winter in the desert where I am, the winter garden on my porch flourishes, as if for the first time, aloe, fluent tall, the tiny purple flowers on heather, giants to the eye. We see an analogous break in Wayne Bornholt's poem Recipe, in which the protagonist leaves behind a burning calf, presumably an offering, and also the certainty in doing so. There's the felt space that emerges between Catholic school and God in E.R. Skomolsky's poem in Catholic School. The theme of space traces through the two other of Skomolsky's poems in this issue, Daughters of Eve Eat the Scroll, in which the protagonist finds herself cast out and the heartbreaking space left in the wake of Canada's wildfires in Elegy. 
In Caleb Westbrook's On a Shower Weighing What Matters, the protagonist finds himself diminished to the space inside against the exigencies of sublime nature outside. Sometimes the notion of space comes in the form of contrast. Jennifer Linval Lintner's essay, A Mother's Prayer, traces through the influences of the Rosary and the Virgin Mary on her own experiences of motherhood and the ways that has left her full and empty. Fitting for the mother of Jesus, whom Eastern Christians call, believe it or not, more spacious than the heavens. And maybe the space is more of an emotional one, a clearing out in order to find the truth, which you'll see in Roberta Murphy's haunting whale set, You Didn't Love Me. Finally, even our contemplative practice feature this issue has us opening our eyes onto new vistas in new ways. Meditation through a window. Wherever you are in whatever state you're in, perhaps you can go to a window and try it right now. We hope you'll tune in next week for the first episode of our new season. And as usual, we'll have new episodes up every Tuesday and Friday. Don't forget you can always go to our website, vitapoetica.org, to listen to these readings as standalone pieces, as well as to stream the audio version of the whole issue. You'll have to tune into the podcast, though, to hear the authors introduce themselves and their pieces. And as always, the website is where you can learn more about us, find details on how to submit to the journal, and sign up to receive our email newsletter for announcements, events, and other news. Thanks for listening, and more soon. <laughs>